Hey, what's up? This is Dinner Road Show. It's Bill and Ian. It's been a week. I feel like this, I, I didn't have as much time to plan um, as last week. So if this one feels maybe messier uh, than last week, uh, I apologize for that. But um, I mean, I prepared for my segment. Okay, well, that's good. Then you're, you're bringing, you're bringing the fire. I'm bringing the, uh, I'm bringing the messy, the messiness this mm-hmm. week. Um, because last week we had some, you know, some deep dives, you know, uh, some, some conspiracy stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have time to really, uh, do the research, do the work. Um, do we want to open then with, uh, with your, um, your fun stuff then? Oh, I'm, I'm the opener today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. You threw me for a loop. I'm sorry, but uh, no, I'm yeah, I'm happy to if, if I'm happy ready. to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought maybe we'd save the best for last, but it's okay. That's okay. Oh, okay. Um, All right. So we're doing. We gotta reel, we gotta reel them in, though. You know. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So we're doing another dating is dead. Um, yeah. Another TikTok edition of dating is dead. The second second ever TikTok edition. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I compiled some uh, some funny uh, some funny videos that I found on uh, on TikTok. Um, are, some of them these, actually. What's that? Are these gonna be more like? advice or are these uh uh these are more um like stories okay. uh yeah okay. um one of them has to do with a new feature uh that hinge has which is pretty interesting i guess we'll okay. start there um so this I, is the first I, one yes i tried that one um you tried hinge it, yeah it but this is a while ago um it seemed very pretentious to me. Like like it it's basically just tinder, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I mean they're, they're they're all tinder, you know? But it felt like it was trying to be like, oh, we're the better Tinder. Like we're the we're the higher class Tinder. Right. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but where like they'll give you these prompts, you know, similar to OkCupid, but like where people will just kind of like shit out one sentence instead of like kind of getting into it. The well, way speaking that, like, of speaking of shitting out one sentence. Um, oh, OK. They, they this new feature they have uh i guess they're trying to separate themselves from like tinder and the rest of them because i don't know of any other um of these uh dating sites that has this but this is from uh melissa merck on tiktok okay i was going to delete hinge but then they came out with the audio feature you well i'm surprisingly good at driving with my knees i was feeling super stressed so i went to the doctor and she gave me some pills for anxiety so i tried them out and i ended up adopting six pet rats fried chicken daniel like the name daniel uh to use it in a sentence hey that cool guy daniel over there having a bath after a long day is literally heaven oh buddy (laughs) oh buddy um you know what they've just reinvented what's that they've just reinvented video dating what's video dating okay it was a thing in the 90s where you would pay a subscription um and you would record a video of yourself talking about yourself and mail in the tape and then the tape would get circulated around to other people other singles that would then watch the tape and if they were interested in you you know the the company would like give the contact information or something like that oh that's incredible yeah so is this there is, like is there like an archive of, of there those? might be no but there's there's a really good tim and eric uh bit about it wow so it's it's like speed dating but just over the mail yeah hold on you don't really need the visual for this even though it's pretty good but um, okay <laughs> 
gamer, and uh, I'm into massive multiplayer online gaming communities. If you meet me online by Grubbs Tavern, I will show you where the treasure is hidden. My online alter ego is 18 feet tall and has giant wings, like an angel's, but also like a demon's. His name is Carlor. Carlor can anything, and he will and has women, devils, angels, animals. You need to get with him because my penis only has a tip. It's like someone glued an acorn to the bottom of my torso. So whenever... <laughs> <laughs> is that Rain Wilson? Yes, it is. It's Rain Wilson. <laughs> um, so whenever the guy was explaining how to pronounce Daniel, yeah, that immediately made me think of that sketch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they've just like redone that again everything comes back yeah oh my god yeah i have this one too it's it's super short um but it, this is uh from uh jabroni central uh it's just a, a very good quick hinge audio clip uh this is uh there's best celebrity impersonation link from zelda Hi. that's not bad it's not bad that would you know that would oh, get my shit. attention i think stop the audio plot autoplay uh yeah no that that wasn't bad mm -hmm. uh, it's better than the dude just shouting fried chicken <laughs> i actually i forget what the prompt was for that um because the audio you can't see the you know there's a prompt with these um yeah and then you hear the audio clip mm -hmm. uh along with it i guess this is just like part of their bio right uh it's just part of their page yeah. Uh, it's similar to OkCupid where they give you prompts and you could respond to them. So I guess the, this the new feature is instead of just typing something, because that's, I guess, too hard, you can put a little voice memo there. Um, and I assume the next step will be just putting videos there. Yes. So they've just, now, do, yeah, they've do just you think, reinvented this. Do you think this will cut down on or contribute to catfishing? Um... Hmm, that's a good question. Because I was thinking about, like, if I was a catfish, you know how you can, like, do, like, voice changers? Yeah. Um, do people really fall for those, though? I, like, I always feel like it's really obvious. I don't know. There's, oh, the, um, the voice changer things? Yeah, it, it like, sounds, like, modulated. M mm. Maybe that's just, maybe I, that's just me, because I edit audio, but, like... <laughs> Uh, you know? Because I was thinking, like, a nice, like, LeVar Burton would be... Oh, you want to catfish people as LeVar Burton? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. And then, somebody and with, then, like, a very, a very, uh, nice voice, you know? And then you could get on Jeopardy. That's the, that is the long-term <laughs> goal catfish there, yeah. your way on Jeopardy. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, all those, like, fake voices, like, they always sound, like, fake. Like, there's, like, a whole thing with, like... Some people think that the, a lot of the anime girl VTubers are uh, actually dudes, like with a voice changer. Oh. And it's like, no, do you do you know how people sound? <laughs> like, do you, do you? Like, it's like really obvious. Like, cause like I, I've actually never used it. I think I have some kind of sound changing features. I've never done it. I don't even know what button I would hit. Um, wait, what is this one? Hold on. Like, what does that do? Mm, sounds like you still. Really? Didn't do anything? No. What about that? No, still you. <laughs> okay. Well, never mind. <laughs> I have buttons. I don't know what they do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, it's really, it's really obvious, like, whenever somebody is, like, using one of those, like, pitch shifters, mm -hmm. you know? Um, not to mention, like, if they're, like, doing, like, an auto-tune thingy. Sure. It's yeah. Like, so, um, 
But yeah, if like somebody is using like sound clips from something and somebody doesn't know like what it's from, then I guess right that would be a way to. <laughs> it's just like somebody. one of those like edited together sound clips, you know, where you take out of context words and, make, and turn them into like a sentence. So right. you have like yeah, Barack yeah. Obama say something absurd or whatever. Right. I mean, that's different. Yeah, because that's like that's like an AI that's uh, we've talked about this, like the Anthony Bourdain. Yes. Yes. The, you know, mm-hmm. but that's like an AI model that is, uh, you know, repurposing somebody's vocal profile. Um, but that's a lot of work to catfish somebody. Yeah. I mean, if they add video, then you can get into like deep fakes and stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep the LeVar Burton idea in the back of my mind until the technology is there, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, now, (laughs) um, there was a, there was a segment I had to cut out before because you got, you got very upset at me when I brought this up. Um, I think it was during the sexy beasts, but I'm going to. Now that you mentioned LeVar Burton, and you might make me cut this out as well. Um, so you're, you're saying you've already tried this once, and now you're trying it again? Pretending to be LeVar Burton. Is that blackface? Um, uh, it depends on the context, I think. Okay. I mean, if it's just audio, then then obviously not. Okay. Right? I, I, I'm genuinely asking. I don't think we're the experts. <laughs> well, sure, sure, obviously. <laughs> It's an interesting question, though. Uh, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the email that you can write in if you have <laughs> <laughs> video at Dead End Road is is, pretend, is is pretending to be Lavar Burton not blackface? Because I can scrap it if it's if it's if it's problematic. I can scrap it. I won't do that. I won't catfish people as Lavar. Sure. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, um, this next one is a uh, story, a uh, dating story on TikTok. Okay. This is from at Lord Liz. I guess we'll just play it. This is not Lord the uh, the musician. No, this is not. No. Okay. I'm on a date tonight, and I've been dating this guy for a couple of months, and um, you know we're both hesitant to be in like um, a committed relationship because we've both. Um, had some stuff happen in the past, uh, somewhat recently, but I'm now more in a place where I want to be in a relationship, and so I'm going to be putting myself kind of out there tonight, and I'm really nervous. Um, so, uh, this is the before. I'm nervous, but I'm excited to just, um, tell him how I'm feeling. (laughs) He said no. (laughs) Okay. I love the I love just like choosing to put that out there anyway after the fact because it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um the tags that uh this person's using. Oh no, that's like that's a common TikTok thing. Um it's it's I guess whatever's like featured on the site at that time or like whatever's trending, you'll just like put that tag in there, I guess, so it ends up on more people's pages. It has nothing to do with the actual video, obviously. Like this one okay. is like KFC related. <laughs> yeah, KFC secret menu hacks. Yeah. No, that's like something that everybody does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm not uh, I might cut this out. Also, I, I'm 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 treading I'm treading dangerously this week, but um, <laughs> like preemptively apologizing for everything. I, that you... I know, but um, I I know somebody that um was seeing somebody not for a very long time, um, and they the person they were seeing uh sort of asked them like how they were feeling about like how things were going and you know how they how they felt about each other, mm-hmm. and then uh uh this person I know said um. Yeah, like I, you know, I, I, I like you a whole lot. Um, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to get, you know, more serious and, you know, see, see where this goes. Um, and then the person they were seeing said, uh, yeah, I don't feel that way at all. And Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's like, 
Okay. Uh, so you well, lead with the question. Right. Oh my God. That's not how you do it. No, it was really, it was really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. So, yeah. Um, so that I thought you were going to say that they were, they were asking them how they felt about KFC secret menus. You know, I don't know. Are, now I'm curious. Are there secret menu hacks? You'll have to click on the hashtag. That's what it's there for. God damn. Yeah. So um, I get you. Uh, the KFC around us uh, was completely submerged um, recently. <laughs> by and, the by uh, the storm. Yeah, and uh, it's a good thing there's a boat next to it. No, yeah, there is. There's a boat in its parking lot for whatever reason. I hate that um, so much. Have you ever seen the um like the graphic that's on that thing? Isn't it just some busty woman? Yes. You know. And it's been there for like decades and it's just, it's so, it's, it's so, um, ridiculous and frankly gross. And it's just sitting there next to the KFC in full view. Yeah. And the boat's name is like the seaman's ass or something like yeah, yeah. body and like, yeah. And the boat is just always there. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we had flooding from a storm, like a couple months ago. And, uh, there was video footage of the KFC completely underwater, oh my. just completely underwater. Um, and my, my dad is a big fan of, uh, the Colonel's chicken, but we have not been back there since, uh, because it was submerged. I feel <laughs> like, like, it was like some Bioshock shit. I feel like I went there fairly recently. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, I had no idea it was that bad there. Yeah, so uh, just this week we went to Popeye's instead because we still don't know the status of the KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Secret menu hacks. Yeah, so, um, you know, we talk about we talk about Hinge, we talk about uh, Tinder, but uh, mm-hmm. TikTok, TikTok can be a good place to uh, to post your dating profile, throw it, throw it out there to the world. Uh, one example here is from um, Kellen Hannes on TikTok. I feel like you shouldn't be doing this unless you're a teenager looking for other teenagers. Well, let's just wait and see if... Okay. Single man, I can cook, cook, I can clean, and I can. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kellen, and I'm an eligible. <laughs> um, do you know the age of this person? Before? Um, no. Let me do a 19. Okay. Um, what else does sh- no never mind no nope, not gonna say it <laughs> never mind i i'm i don't know why i'm living dangerously uh, yeah you this know week. i'm not gonna <sighs> i'm not gonna say it it's just a funny video of somebody playing the trumpet <laughs> just really innocent yeah yeah all right all right um <laughs> moving on moving on um so no, very, this, very talented yeah no very good yeah just, it's just nice little nice little swerve there just you know? bring that out yeah mm-hmm. um um so these next two so this this one here this is from uh at christiana burkey it's a bit of a longer one bit of a story to it um but before we watch it i wanted to ask you an important question okay which is um steak or fish in general yeah just just which one are you going for oh i'm i'm a steak guy i love steak Terrific. That is okay. the answer I wanted to hear. So here's are you, here's are, are you about to ruin steak for me? <laughs> no, no, not okay. at all. <laughs> Do I want to be married one day? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do I want a happy, healthy relationship with all of my body? But here's why I like being single. 
I'm 28. Let's start there. I've done the dates. I've done the apps. I've had the fun. I've done the stuff. And it's Friday night. And any normal Sprite woman would say, I've got to go out. I've got to dress up. Let me put on my lashes. Let me look good. No, no, no. See, I'm married to my evening. I drove 10 minutes to my favorite market. I got my favorite organic wine. I bought a chocolate cake that happened to be vegan. I didn't know it was vegan, but that's okay. And I made myself a steak that has caused me to actually kneel. I'm kneeling to my steak. I'm eating it straight from the cutting board. See, if a man can do this to me, don't twist it. Don't do it. Don't get nasty. But if a man can evoke these types of emotions for me of utter joy, pleasure, euphoria, then yeah, I'll go out on a Friday. I was invited out tonight. I was, but I declined because there's something that is infinitely, infinitely better to me about feeding myself, watering myself and putting on a good movie and getting a good night's rest than walking around a bar hoping to run into a quality fish. That's all I have for you tonight. Where has she been all my life? See, there you go. Dating is dead. It's in the ground, six feet under. Yeah. It's all you need. Um, also, uh, one, she's very tall. Because uh, <laughs> the fact that she could kneel in her kitchen and also have enough height to be able to comfortably eat the steak off yes. of the countertop mm -hmm. as if she were just standing there. Um, so that's that's something. Um, the other thing is, is that she said she, that she bought organic wine. Right. Um, all wine is organic. Is it? It's made out of grapes. Well, isn't there like probably like some, you know, processed. What else are you making wine out of? I don't know. Organic means that it has, it has carbon in it. Well, when would a cake not be vegan? Uh, milk. Oh, milk. Eggs. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I was thinking vegetarian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think all wine is organic. That's good to know. On account of the grapes. We have a regular old uh, sommelier here on the show. Well, most things that are labeled organic are already organic. Oh, okay. So it's just like a marketing scheme. Yeah. Because you can charge you a few dollars more. Because if it was alive, it was organic. And if it decays, it's organic. Are you sure? Are you sure? Like it's not referring to maybe additional things that are typically put in it. If it will go bad, it's organic. Like if it decays. Okay. It Honestly, not not where I, I anticipated the conversation around this one going. Yeah. Where did you see it going? I don't know. Just not decaying meats. <laughs> I'm talking about the grapes. Oh, the grapes. <laughs> yeah. If somebody no, but if somebody says the organic meat, then they're they're full of shit because meat is very organic. I don't know. Have you ever eaten at McDonald's? Okay. that That's, well, they coat that shit in like plastic wrap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's different. And then they put a wrapper on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, yeah. that's, I felt like that was a pretty good case for, for, for staying at home on a Friday. I will find any excuse to not go mm -hmm. anywhere 
ever. Totally, totally. Um, another another good argument. Um, this is the last one I have for you here. Um, another good argument for for passing up on the date night, you know, dinner out type deal mm-hmm. uh, comes from the very appropriately named uh, sweaty ass cheek on TikTok. Um, you'll you know, see why in just a second. You know who among us? <laughs> let let he who does not have. An organic, cheek. an organic sweaty ass cheek. An um, organic sweaty ass cheek cast the first stone. But you'll you'll see in a second just how um, apt that that name is here. Oh Christ! Okay, so last night I went out to dinner with my whatever and his mom. We went to this really nice place, right? And got this like shrimp scampi thing because I was craving some seafood. Anyways. I literally, we, it was just me and him in the car on the way home because his mom met us there. And I was literally shitting myself. Literally shitting myself. Like there was so much garlic in the scampi that I was farting so much the whole way home. It was really, it was a lot to handle for everyone involved. And I just had it again for dinner tonight because it was so expensive and I was like, I need to fucking eat it. And what am I doing? I'm on the toilet. Then he slept over and it was fun and fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Went back for more. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. There's a lot to take in here. There's there a lot is. to take in. Um, my first question: Does he eat ass? <laughs> she said they had fun. Stayed over. It was a good old buffet. If he does, yeah. I mean, little dessert. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um. Number two, I was going to bring this up. Like, dinner is like, you know, that's the standard date, right? That's mm-hmm. like the, that's the thing, you know? Sure. Everybody's, everybody's working towards that dinner date, right? That's, that's, that's the goal. That's the thing. It feels like a trap, though. There are so many pitfalls. Like, what do you, what do you get? What do you order that does not blow up? In your face, and then the face of your date. Um, a salad. A sal. Okay, but then what? What? Then you get the spinach in your teeth. <laughs> yeah. Then, then the dressing might be a little too uh, fragrant. I mean, I have a, I have a problem. Breath. I have a problem fundamentally with this because I don't like eating in front of people. <laughs> no, I don't either. It's I'm, just not I'm, ideal for me. I'm feral. I don't have good table manners. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I'm, I'm good enough to not put the elbows on the table, but other than that. I don't, I don't know what all these forks are about, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. any of that. I don't know any of that shit. Right. I just, I just eat it. You know, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not like chewing my mouth open, you know, I'm not like a complete barbarian, but like, well, that's good, you know, um, but it just, it just seems like a trap because that was, that's the thing with the steak. Like I, I want to, I want to eat the steak at home too, mm-hmm. you know, cause then talk about a sweaty ass cheek. You get the meat sweats, <laughs> you get the meat sweats <laughs> and then yeah, like garlic, garlic is such a. Garlic is a pain in the ass, and I'm Italian. I I fucking love garlic, but you can't get that shit out of your mouth. It takes a week. Mm-hmm. You're brushing and brushing, and that shit stays. A week, huh? <laughs> the mouthwash, everything, it stays. You get a lot of garlic, that stays. I mean, what I what I love the most about this video is that she went back the next day and had it for dinner again. <laughs> no, it sounds like she had leftovers. Oh, that's what I mean. She went back to the, to yeah. the food, to the same food. Yeah, she went back to the leftovers and had it again because it was expensive. I mean, it sounds like it was 
good, right? Uh, you know, in the moment. Right. I mean, we all put up with a lot of things. Like, I'm basically lactose intolerant. I fucking love ice cream. Oh, you know, man. Yeah. Well, don't they have that, like... Um... Yeah, but the number of times I remember to take the lactate pill... Oh, there's a, like, I didn't know there was a pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I drink lactate milk. I do, too, whenever yeah. I remember that milk exists. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you get the with the with the ice cream, you get the bloating and the it's like oh, you feel awful. But it's ice cream; it's too good. Yeah, it's not the, worth it though. Not worth it. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it is. But yeah, it's like you're going out with somebody. You don't you don't really know them. There's there's too many traps. Food food is food is full of landmines like that. Well, then what's your what's there. your alternative then? I don't know. It's dangerous out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you just stay inside. Exactly. Yeah. That's why you stay inside and you do this segment. <laughs> exactly. God. Anyway, that was that was all I had for for this uh, TikTok edition of Dating is Dead. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem like you know people. It doesn't seem like people are having the best time out there. Well, to be fair, this is my for you page, so <laughs> yeah, there's, there's probably I think thematically it, it it fits for me, but I think there's probably uh, probably some good stories out there. I'm just not going to encounter them. So so the psychological profile as dictated by TikTok, is staying inside and uh, shitting yourself. Yes. Okay, yeah. (laughs) It's on brand. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was um, in between all of the Astro World uh, videos I was getting over the weekend. Like, that filled up my entire... Yeah. My entire thing for, like, three days. Yeah. My favorite thing about that is how people are like... You have a favorite thing about it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. My my favorite thing is like how people are like oh the satanic panic is back. Oh yeah, no, I saw I saw like uh, Travis Scott is um, sacrificing people to the devil, right? That was a theory going around. Yeah, and I'm like, it never went away. No, there's literally a movie on Netflix called Satanic Panic that came out like last year. It never went away. People were saying the MCR was a death cult. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it never went away. It's whatever whatever dark music kids listen to is satanic. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I was going to put, I was going to put, um, the Astro World stuff into the show notes, but I don't know if it, there's really nothing that we can contribute to it. I don't think. Yeah. I, I, that was my same thinking, uh, which is why I didn't. Yeah. Um, do you have any, cause I, I haven't actually talked to you about it at all either. Like, do you have any, um, just any thoughts on it? Just general, like, um, what really annoyed me was like in the immediate aftermath was how the cops said it's like oh yeah there was some crazy guy uh, poking people with needles and that's what caused it that's what caused and, it i i didn't hear people saying that's what caused it yeah he, he there was some crazy guy mm-hmm. poking people with needles full of drugs and so that caused a panic which caused people to rush around oh that is nonsense yeah it's like are you serious and then of course it takes like five days later for them to admit yeah no that wasn't true mm-hmm. but it was the cops spreading that shit around yeah like they claim some security guy got poked with a needle and had to use narcan to to save his life just to just the whole purpose was to just spread the image that there was like this wild rampant drug use like hard drug use yeah at the yeah. event yeah there seems to be this false narrative about how the quote-unquote type of crowd at this event is part of what caused this uh this to happen which is just such nonsense because this is a festival and it's the same people that would go to any other festival like it's fifty thousand people plus it looked like it was mostly white teenagers 
Yeah, yeah. It's mostly so, kids. It's mostly kids. Yeah. So it's like um, just way off there. It's just way off on that table. Yeah, it's like um, how how are they how are they bringing in fucking fentanyl tipped needles? Like the like the security was dog shit, but like really like they're smuggling in fucking syringes full of heroin. I mean, I would imagine a couple people could have gotten something like that in there because, like you said, the security seems almost non-existent. I, that, that's a stretch, though. Yeah, like that's a stretch. But it is, it is. That's that that type of narrative is really getting away from like the actual problems here, like the fact that um, like the police and like paramedics were there for like a good half hour, forty minutes before the show even stopped. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's 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 uh, horrifying. Like uh, it, it's a case where um, it was just overcapacity. Complete no, completely overcapacity. Um. Yeah. It was like what fifty thousand was the count of so it, it sold it sold 50,000 but then you have videos of um people sneaking in kids like breaking down a fence yeah. and rushing in um and then you take into consideration the, the um security issue that was clearly clearly a problem yeah so yeah it, it it really was um a problem of overcapacity like this was just a fucking parking lot mm-hmm. you know um so like there's nowhere there are no like clear designated exits for anyone and in that mass of bodies, like there are just too many people. And this is such a young audience that they don't they don't know the like physical space, like dimensions of it. This is 50,000 people and pretty much all of them, their entire goal is to get to the front. Yes. So they don't really like have the the awareness to like. Like yeah. understand like what that means like physically you know what's bothered me a little bit size um something that's bothered me about this is like the the mainstream media coverage of this like i'm talking like nbc news cnn mm-hmm, etc mm-hmm. has focused its headlines on the type of show that travis scott likes to have which is like a very um like very lively very like like mosh pits and and crowd yeah. surfing and and like have the ground shake and like just you know very like 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 pumping up the crowd right like that's his thing yeah no i i saw one clip where uh, some fucking newscaster is talking to some event security expert or something some some bullshit authority Mm -hmm. uh and he's like well you know he was he was telling them to make the ground shake and Mm -hmm. and even the security guy's like oh no that's that's really nothing that he's just you know just trying to entertain yeah it's literally like like any sort of like metal or rock concert right is the exact same type of thing any any high energy performer is gonna say something like let's get nuts or it's just like any you know generic thing like that and so they they go into like these these headlines are talk about like oh is his history of encouraging this type of behavior um just seems a bit off there because it's like it's a con- it's a festival it's a concert like what do you like what do you expect right yeah the weirdest thing was like all like uh all the clips of like other artists mostly like rock performers being circulated of them like see look no like somebody got hurt they stopped the show look at this look at this mm-hmm. i um, saw a lot of those yeah it was really uncomfortable because there are also clips of other travis scott shows where he stopped shows mm-hmm. and he also briefly stopped the show this time a couple times right um, now like now to, on the flip side like there is a lot of footage of like a portion of the crowd chanting stop the show stop the show and like you have um you know this big like vehicle like this like there was paramedic an ambulance. Fe- it was yeah. an, yeah, it was an ambulance okay in the middle of the crowd and like he's continuing the show through all of 
these things and it's like unclear how much he knows about what's going on right because then there are people that like i guess people that come from backstage and try to talk to him and he kind of like shoes them away like dismisses them yeah so there is that stuff which is a little bit concerned like it's 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 it makes it i i really i really do think that this was just down to a really shoddy production though Mm -hmm. because the production team can just fucking cut the stage lights that's right yeah cut the fucking mic right so i don't know if it was a situation where like he he probably can't hear the individual people over that crowd it's fifty thousand people it's fifty thousand, yeah you know like he can't hear like you can hear them in the video but that's because it's their video like the people around them you know yes um so that that gives a a false perspective like he's got in-ear monitors in you know like he he probably can't hear the people in those specific people in the crowd over the like dull roar of all those people. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no idea what the people of the crew came out and told him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this is a situation where he like didn't want to cause further panic and wanted to continue on. Mm-hmm. Like I I genuinely don't know. I don't I don't know this dude. Right. I, right, like, right. I'm not familiar with him, so I'm not gonna like try to defend his actions because I I truly don't know. Yeah, like, unfortunately, and I guess we're kind of, like, feeding into that a little bit, too, but it's, like, this is kind of in line, at least, like, from the TikTok perspective of what I've seen, you know, over the last weekend and everything. When there's a story like this, it's almost like the true crime thing where it's, like, there's so much speculation. Yeah. And people don't really know, you know? Just yeah. people trying to give their take and they don't really know. Um, all you can really do is is see the footage and kind of piece things together. But Because, right. like, people, because, you know, they have an idea of what Travis Scott maybe did or didn't know about what was going on. And then he makes the apology video, or not apology, I guess it kind of was, but the, the video he made the next day, people were like, oh, it's disingenuous. Which, like, yeah. I... T- Man, I don't know. The the whole the better help partnership thing is really really rough though. It is. It is. It's really rough. Um I don't know what you do in replace of that though. Just 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 cough up some cash. Okay, fair. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at the very yeah, least like he, re- at the very least refunds. The thing the thing that like, that makes me think he didn't know the severity of it while he was performing is that he went to an after party. He went to an after party, you know, after the the show was over. And that's apparently yeah. where he he learned about the fatalities. So, yeah, it seems like the production and the people around him didn't know. And it's like, well, how how soon after did the public know how many fatalities, you know? Mm-hmm. Um cuz like the officials there had to sort through how many like it it just seemed like chaos because mm-hmm. the the quote unquote medics that were there were seemed to be woefully inequipped mm-hmm. were were people that were trained that were in the that you know that were attendees were trying to help out just to fucking save people um so i i don't know how soon after like numbers got out i don't know the timeline um and again i'm not trying to absolve him of anything but like right it's it's not surprising given how shoddy it is and i don't know if that's like his crew or whatever trying to insulate him or what or if he just truly didn't find out until that point i have no mm-hmm. idea yeah um yeah it's you know it's a horrible thing obviously um like i've never seen anything quite like this yeah no no um, like, you know, there are venues that will have a history of like overselling, you know, beyond their safe capacity. But this is like something else entirely. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, like I've, I don't know how many shows I've been to like at Barricade, you know, that got nuts and like I was pressed up against, you know, the fucking Barricade. But like mm-hmm. nothing where I felt like I was actually in danger. Right. The most annoying thing was a girl that kept stomping on my foot purposefully, you know. 
Sure. Um, nothing where I like actually felt like I was going to get hurt. Um, so yeah. Yeah. There's like firsthand accounts of like people that had to, um, that were near like a barricade or fence and they were just like fighting for their lives to get right. rescued. Um, couldn't breathe, getting crushed, just a nightmare. Yeah. And I think, I think this is an audience that just doesn't like, it just isn't familiar with this situation at all. Cause I just think they're too young. Like, I mean, I, I, and, to, to and, a degree, maybe, but I also think when you have that many people and you have obviously a, a, a mismatch between the amount of people that are there and the amount of people this place can hold, it's just, it, I don't think it even comes down to like who it is that's there. I think it's just a mass wave that is like unavoidable in that type of situation. When there's excitement and people are trying to go in one direction and it's that many people, it's, there's no stopping. There's no stopping that, that mass crowd from. No, I, I, I I do think that's true too but like if you look up in like it's gonna sound uh dorky or whatever but like the scenes we grew up in you know like the shows that we would grow up in like going to shows where yeah there would be mosh pits but like people like wouldn't like fucking purposely pull you into them you know or like try to involve people that weren't actively moshing like there, there are like like unwritten codes of conduct for that kind of shit yeah but what are the codes of conduct when you literally cannot move a centimeter like there you know you aren't you're not supposed to like from the back push the entirety of the crowd because whenever there are that many people it creates literally a tidal wave like i've experienced this being at barricade at shows that had a lot of people a whole lot less mm -hmm. obviously mm -hmm. um you know, maybe 2000 max. Um, if people push from the front and especially if the people in front of them are not expecting it, it's just a wave. It goes through. Yeah. And it'll, it, it, it always eventually reaches the front and then it always comes right back. It's, it's the cyclical thing mm -hmm. where then the front tries to reestablish and pushes back. And so it goes like that. So if, if people don't have the understanding of what's going on and they just keep pushing and just keep pushing, Mm -hmm. that force just keeps going mm -hmm. so eventually eventually it shows people do calm down uh this didn't seem like it was happening especially because that panic and a lot of people set in because they couldn't they couldn't breathe they didn't have room uh right. they couldn't move and get out um so it, it's obviously a very different situation but you know i i do think that there is something to be said about um a younger crowd that uh doesn't have the experience of maybe going to see smaller artists and smaller shows and, you know, knowing how a lot of things operate and, you know, I, I, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to blame the audience at all, but like knowing how to, um, sort of, uh, operate safely, I guess, uh, knowing like what to look out for. Um, like, like I've, I've been in some fucking unruly ass crowds. Um, and I, I went to shows like as a teenager with my little sister where like, I like had this duty to you know like shield her from shit mm -hmm. um and the way that you have to like stand your ground and stuff and this is not even people being malicious this is just people fucking moving and shoving like not even near you but just the fucking kinetic movement of things happening in the crowd you have to know how to like guard yourself in a way um yeah this is like the worst possible case scenario the worst possible outcome of a situation of course, like that of course yeah, yeah. uh and I'm, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not trying to blame the crowd at all, but like, I, I think if they had some awareness, uh, maybe there would have been, um, 
I don't know, like it, maybe it would have calmed down to the extent where there wasn't that huge, huge, huge push, uh, or maybe at least it would have subsided at some point. But mm-hmm. um, by then, maybe the damage would have been done just because of the the, this, the dimensions this, of, the, yeah. of the crowd and the mm-hmm. sheer numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, because putting putting that amount of people in just a fucking parking lot is it's already asking for trouble. And it seemed like th- I don't know the the whole uh, layout of like this stage or whatever, but it just seemed like they were funneling them in and then they were just fucking penned in. Yes, it was like, yeah, it was like different. Um, It was like a few different like square sections that were um, divided by like these little pathways that were for like media or like, I don't know, any any like quote unquote VIP people that were there. Right. Um, But yeah, you have yeah. like these big, big, like uh, big sections just packed in completely with people. That's like, yeah, that's not how you do it. There's like no. not enough. There's not enough exit. You, it needs to be opened. You're fucking outdoors. It needs to be opened. Mm-hmm. People have to be able to basically exit from all sides. You know, I um, I, um, I saw there was one TikTok account, uh, and by account I mean like a telling of what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's this one TikTok where it was from a guy who was uh, near that like VIP section, and he was trying to help people get over the fence who were uh, really struggling. Right. Um, and there's like a woman who is is in the VIP section already. Like that's where she was for the show. That's I guess she got a ticket for that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's complaining to the people trying to save the ones getting over the fence. She's complaining, like, why are you letting them in here? <laughs> like, why are you letting these people in here? They're not supposed to be in here. This is our section. Why do you give a fuck? Yeah, why it's wild, right? Like, people are literally, um, literally dying around you, and you're, you're just even, even if they weren't. Why do you give a fuck? Are you the mall yeah. cop? Right, right. It's not your job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like. I, I'm not an event coordinator, you know, I, 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 I'm no expert, but like I've been to festivals, you know, fucking warp tours, shit like that. Mm-hmm. They need to be open. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you, you ticket people in and you know, there is still, it's gated to an extent, but like around the stage, it needs to be open so people can leave. It's just a safety thing. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like, like God forbid, what if there was a fucking active shooter or something like that? Mm-hmm. Some other kind of uh emergency a fire anything yeah no just thinking about it if something like that happens it's it's over there's there's nothing to do you're penned in you're stuck yeah um and so obviously that is the biggest problem is you know so it 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 just seems like it was completely and totally mismanaged um which travis scott by the way is uh an organizer for festival of course of course but i mean whether that's like in name only you know he just Mm -hmm. hired whoever Mm -hmm. um i saw people blaming live nation but i don't know if like live nation actually does actual organizing or if they're just the fucking ticket ticket agency Uh, you know i don't know what yeah i think uh, there's um i think that is the case because live nation has like a history of problems a history of like unsurprising yeah 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 um but yeah then if i had to guess it's probably a case of lack of training lack of experience and uh they're most likely poorly paid um Mm -hmm. so this is probably a case where like if there was uh a union of, you know, event staff and organizers uh, that have the experience and they were paid properly, um, probably something like this could be avoided. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. like we, we see so often that something tragic happens or there's like a change that's put into place to, you know, preventative measures. Right. This kind of feels like that moment with large scale events like this where it's like okay now people will be conscious of what needs to be done right to to, yeah. to ensure that people are safe at shows um and a bunch of kids had to had to die for it. yeah 
It sucks. And and but. then who who knows what's gonna happen? Like um government's gonna bring the hammer down and like cap events at something or put in some kind of ridiculous restrictions that don't actually solve the root of the issue. Oh yeah, they never get to the actual problem. Um, but yeah, yeah, I like, actually, this, th- this doesn't happen at, you know, like you see Coachella and like, there's so many fucking people, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, like it, it, those, those crowds look like so many people, like I would never, ever have a good time at something like that, but like they're, they're pulled off. They're, they're run without major problems, especially the fucking death and serious hospitalization mm-hmm. you know you just hear about people uh having heat stroke right so um yeah because that's a case where those festivals have been doing it for years and years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and it's like travis scott's got the fucking money to you know pull off an event mm-hmm. it's it's just uh, you know i don't know if uh money was held on uh tightly you know the crew wasn't paid properly or if it was just you know pure incompetence or you know uh, or a combination. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to bring it up because there is so much that we still don't know, obviously, but it was such a big story, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do we want to do our dead wrong for the week? Because we have. Uh, sure. Yeah. Dates. Okay. Let me uh, cue that up. See, there was a bit of research here. It's false. No way. Not this time. We created it. Not this time. No. Not- uh, yeah. So, um, Last week we were talking about the uh, Blackhawk scandal and also some of the uh, the, the Penguins um, lawsuit. Uh, and uh, in doing so, I uh, erroneously called um, the former Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins coach Donato. Uh, that is not that dude's name. Uh, his name is John Donatelli. Um, and so, like in my head, I had created a portmanteau of uh, his name, Donatelli, and former Penguins assistant coach Tony Granato. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, no, it, it I, turns out he was a ninja turtle. Yeah, I, I made up a I made up a guy. Um and Tony Granado has nothing to do with the incident whatsoever. Um in fact I don't even know if he's currently coaching anywhere. Um but yeah, so I screwed that one up. Um and we also have uh some updates. Uh so on Tuesday the Penguins settled with the Scalds. Um and a lawyer for Aaron Scald said that uh their client thought the outcome was satisfactory for all parties, and the Scalds put out a statement saying that they appreciated the Penguins' cooperation, uh, and they just, you know, want to move on with their personal and professional lives. Um, and former assistant GM Bill Guerin, who is currently the general manager of the Minnesota Wild, uh, is under investigation for his response to the incident um, because he is currently in the running to be the general manager of the U.S. Olympic team. And that position is uh, open now because it was previously occupied by former Blackhawks GM Stan Bowman, who uh, resigned in the wake of the Blackhawks scandal. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot of moving parts going on. Um, Then also in NHL, uh, I guess, I don't know what to call it, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, The Anaheim Ducks placed uh, executive vice president and GM Bob Murray on leave um, after becoming aware of, quote, accusations of improper professional conduct uh and then they had listed a law firm to perform an investigation on that um and then there was an update the next day uh he resigned and entered a rehab program for alcohol abuse and the ducks have said that they are continuing the investigation uh and that they uh they put in their assistant gm as their interim gm and uh they are uh going to be conducting a new general manager search which they said will take them into the summer 
So if, if I understand correctly, um, following the Blackhawks uh, scandal, the NHL put out a memo to the teams that said, uh, if you know of any abuse going on, um, tell us about it, right? Yeah. Um, and that seems to have led to uh, people coming out against uh, Bob, right? Um, I don't know the timeline. It seems like those people came forward to the Ducks in some capacity. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know if they went to the NHL. Is it is it possible that the league is now like we're heading? Is this a sign of a somewhat better direction now? Because it, there's a feeling that maybe the league will actually handle something that comes their way like this. Uh, if it is, it seems like so far it's just based on the sample size of one thing, one team. <laughs> Yeah, that it's on the teams to handle it because mm -hmm. the NHL hasn't said anything about the duck situation. They haven't. Oh, really? Or the or the penguin situation? Yes. Yeah, so the league. So, OK, so that's actually not good. That's the opposite of good. Um, <laughs> the league doesn't seem to care that I haven't seen anything from the league. I've only seen stuff from the teams. So whether that is um, just more super poor messaging or they just haven't said anything at all. Uh, I, I think it's the latter. Okay. Um, well, that's not what you want. No. Um, so, yeah. So, that's 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 the follow-up right now. Uh, things moved very quickly because I was writing that up on Monday. Uh, and then Tuesday, there was more shit came out. Um, and then Wednesday, more shit came out. So, yeah. Uh, lots of stuff happening uh, in the background of the NHL season. Um, and if you're watching broadcasts, you would have no fucking clue. Nope. Uh I'm sure ESPN is very happy that they <laughs> got the television rights to to ignore all of these problems with the league. Yeah, it's funny. I was watching their uh, like daily um, highlight show that they have on ESPN Plus. And, oh, I didn't uh, know that was a thing. Yeah, it's called In the Crease. And, oh, okay. Uh, sometimes it has, uh, what's his name? Melrose. Oh, he sucks. Who is so bad. Um, anyway, so yeah, they're 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 covering the games like always. And then they hard transition to this different camera shot, like head on with the with the uh, host where he's reading off a teleprompter, the Anaheim story. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just so jarring, um, you know, because well, it's yeah, it's like the NFL where they had a player get carted off with a head injury, and then they immediately cut to an ad spot about like concussion awareness. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> you know, yep. There's just there's just no there's just no awareness. But hey, how about that Connor McDavid? Yeah, be something else. Hey. It's like oh yeah, oh. The, like during the Penguins broadcast, they're talking about, oh yeah, the Panthers are so great this year. This is the number one team in the league. It's like, we're not mentioning that they, you know, their coach resigned due to covering up sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. They're the number one team. Mm -hmm. They they have an interim coach now because of all this yeah, going gonna, on in the background. If you're going to cover the sport, you got to cover everything related to it. You can't just like, because you're, you're not, you're making things worse by just sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. Like, they like that's actually what got that's, that they that's had what, a fucking other coach this season. Like, I know it's just, it's just you so race. Strange. And by the way, like sweeping things under the rug is what got them into the situation that was in the, the first problem. place. That's yeah, the whole exactly. point. That's the whole point. So it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. It's like what? Oh, so you don't want to, you don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. They're just trying to watch a hockey game and have some entertainment. Right. But it's like, come on, mm -hmm. you got to inform people what's going on. Yeah. You can't just like turn a blind eye to blind eye to. That was the other thing. I don't, I don't, I don't remember if it was ESPN or if it was um like a, just uh one of the local feeds or whatever 
it might have been ESPN. Um, but somebody it was it was at the bottom ticker, and it was it was either NHL or football. I can't remember, but uh, it was uh, somebody uh, is out um, due to uh, like due to virus or something like that. Like the way they phrased it was weird. Like they didn't say covid oh like it was, okay it was, it was very strange the way it was worded hmm. like and i get that it's a ticker but like the way they phrased it like was actually longer than just saying like due to positive covid test mm-hmm. it was so strange it felt like they were erased like like erasing the word covid but that might just be me like thinking too hard about it no it could be an intentional thing where it's like oh covid reminds people of bad things and we don't want to do that right now we just want to yeah have them mindlessly watch this game that's going on have yeah a good it, was, time. it was very strange um yeah but yeah um while we're while we're on the subject of hockey can i bring up the, the nhl the one nhl thing that i had written down for this sure. week Okay. I mean, it's, it's, you, you probably don't care. I know anybody listening doesn't care, but, um, I just thought it was pretty funny. So like, uh, NHL 22, their, their newest event in, in Ultimate Team is this like, supposed to be like this sort of like fantasy hockey type thing where the cards, uh, improve based on the performance of the player in real life. Mm-hmm. So like, like for example, they have a, uh, Nikolai Ehlers card, right? And it starts at like 70 something overall. So very low. You can't use him yeah. right out of the gate, but every goal he scores, he goes up one overall point mm, okay so you know it, it could be an investment so like you you get him now and then in a, in a few months he'll be a very good card right mm-hmm. so um <laughs> one of them that they did uh they have some some more higher end ones that start out at a pretty decent overall so you can put them on your team right away mm-hmm. one of them is matt duchene <laughs> Okay. And so Matt DeShane is coming off of a very rough season. Last year, he had four goals all year long. Yeah. Um, Doesn't he have like four this week? Yeah. So that's the thing. Um, Matt DeShane, his his card in this event started at 85 overall. And okay. it follows the same rule where every goal he scores in the regular season, it goes up one overall point. So okay. on Friday, when this event started, he was at 85. He's now at 89. <laughs> And he's already one of like the top five best players in the game currently. Um, and you know, if he continues down the streak, he's probably going to be a 99 overall card in like a month and a half, maybe two months, which for reference, for reference, the first 99 that came out last year, uh, was, I believe in the early summer. Did they honestly think that he would only score like five goals this season? That's what I'm wondering. That's what I'm wondering. Like the other, so basically the two top end ones are are Matt Duchesne and and Neil Pionk from, from the Jets, the defenseman for the Jets. I don't know who the fuck that dude is. Well, he's he's one of their. I think he's if not their top pair, their second uh, second pair over there in, in Winnipeg. I'll take but, um, for it. Yeah, yeah. Neil Pionk. Um, he averages uh, and for defensemen, it, it's it's you go up two overall points for every goal. It's you okay. know because they're they're more rare. Um, he averages like six a year. Um, and they yeah. started him. They started him defenseman. at eighty five. So that's pretty reasonable. But he's already scored. He scored a handful too. Okay. So like, and they, you know, they make these like, they've probably made these months ago, right? Like, cause they, mm-hmm. all these cards, they, you know, they, they schedule ahead of time. Um, so yeah, Matthew Shane is about to completely break the game. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, um, I was I was able to pick him up. I had to basically sell everything outside of my starting lineup to get him, but I feel like it's worth it. Um, I'm also a little bit scared though because if he like gets injured or like gets COVID or something happens and right. he's out of the lineup, I'm I'm down really bad. But yeah, I was uh, gonna say if he gets hurt, yeah, if he gets hurt, at, he's, you know, 89 he's, or whatever. 
Yeah, but he had two goals last night. He had one the night before. Um, he's you yeah, know, I, I I saw that game. Yeah, he's he's playing on a level that he was like five years ago. Um, yeah, he's complete resurgence for Duchesne, and and that team's doing really well too. Nashville, they're they're a good team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the the it's 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 gonna break the game, but also like they made it so expensive to acquire these cards that most people probably aren't gonna have him. So mm. yeah, there's a lot of complaining about that. It's like I was telling you how the first event of the season was very very reasonable in terms of like getting these cards and now they've, they've really they've really changed that um they've gone in the other direction so yeah and also the game's been broken too um they had a they came out with a patch last week that managed to somehow break something in every single game mode which is like a, diff- a different thing a different thing in like every mode it's it's pretty impressive think about it um so yeah the game was almost unplayable for like a, a weekend huh yeah they actually delayed the the start of this uh this event because of hmm. and people were upset because the event was coming out at five 5 p.m. on Friday and they on Twitter they announced that uh it would be delayed and the time of that tweet was 4:57. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the community manager for EA Vancouver has been getting some some shit, but it's really not his fault. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I'm I'm tuning into Preds games for the foreseeable future. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, we should move on because nobody cares about that. I just you know that's yeah. all I do. So. Um, Speaking of delays, yes, let's uh, do it all for the Moogle. All right. <laughs> I can't believe I dedicate a whole butt to that. Uh, shit. Um. So yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, the big Endwalker expansion, uh, was delayed by two weeks. So instead of coming out for early access on uh the nineteenth of november it is now coming out uh december 3rd mm-hmm. um and then for non-early access which is just if you don't pre-order it it's coming out uh december 7th um but the six the 6.0 patch which basically has all the class changes regardless of whether you own the expansion or not uh comes out the third anyway um they announced this on the final live letter, which is a big, uh, big stream basically to showcase uh, upcoming content and features. And of course, since this is an expansion cycle, it's all about, you know, the expansion. And so they opened with the fact that it would be delayed by two weeks. Uh, the game's director, Naoki Yoshida, is basically crying over the fact that he had to delay the game by two weeks. Um They said that they knew uh, a week before that they had to delay the game by two weeks. And this is really inconvenient uh, for a lot of ways. For you. (laughs) For me, I'm not the only one. Um, Lots of people took time off Mm -hmm. for the expansion, especially because it was basically coming out the week of a holiday. Um, Like my sister took time off. Lots of people in the guild took time off. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, It's especially inconvenient for me because I was traveling basically to play the expansion um and now that's not happening they're also delaying the as a as a consequence they're delaying the raid because the raid uh usually comes out the normal mode the default difficulty comes out two weeks after the expansion launches and then the savage mode like the hard high-end difficulty rating comes out two weeks after that so um that's normally how it goes but now the savage difficulty will not be coming out until after the new year um which is actually fine Mm -hmm. that i don't have a problem with because i did not want to be raiding over christmas whatsoever yeah because it's basically turned into a uh, an occupation (laughs) 
Yes, it is a fucking part-time job where that is my weekends. Um, Our group, we were going to say that we didn't want to raid over the holidays anyway and do it in the new year. Um, I didn't believe them because they're dorks and not only change their minds frequently, but um, also can't help themselves and go into content whenever they're not supposed to and fuck over the rest of the group. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we also still don't have um, our eighth person. We need to find somebody. Um, So this actually gives us more time to do that, even though nobody has been fucking looking for that person. Because the truth is, nobody wants to play the game right now because there's nothing to do. But anyway, um, it's not all bad news because... I I don't have a problem with the delay itself. They need more time. They need more time, right? Mm -hmm. It's just the fact that they waited this long to announce it. They waited until the very last minute, basically, to announce the delay. Fucking over a lot of people. They waited until 4.57 p.m. for... (laughs) No, like, truly. Yeah, no, it's basically the same thing. And the delay... Like then they're then they're going to go into to a, like a six hour presentation on the rest of the uh, expansion content. Is are you exaggerating there? Or was it actually no no oh I'm my. not oh my <laughs> it was six hours and this was the second part of the um other the presentation they had in, in October was also uh like seven hours so um but like like the delay was just like oh okay I don't have to care about this game anymore and then like I didn't pay attention to the rest of the presentation I was like cool i'm done goodbye Mm -hmm. like it just like made me so fucking numb that i was just like like i was like just like in this pit of pit of apathy where i was you were staring you were staring at this laptop that you were just yeah over the summer for a specific purpose yeah Yeah. now um before before we continue on uh with the segment the last time we we did the segment um i was telling you about how limp biscuit they made their big break when they opened for corn back in the 90s uh-huh so would you be interested in hearing how that came about why not yeah so it's it's pretty interesting um at first uh fred Dursty unsuccessfully tried to um, get attention from a and r reps uh at, at different record labels by pretending to be the band's manager um but that didn't really work out so uh when Korn was performing in the town they were in, uh, Durst invited the members of Korn to drink beer and to tattoo them. And uh, it says here on Wikipedia was, was that- he, Was he tattooing them or was he letting Korn tattoo him? No, it was Durst doing the tattooing. So on Wikipedia it says, and I'm, I'm actually reading directly from this here, although Durst's tattoos were unimpressive, <laughs> he was able to <laughs> he was able to persuade uh, Reginald Arvizu, I'm assuming that's a member of Korn, uh, to listen no, to- No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, that's yeah. So Reginald Quincy Arvizu, also known as Fieldy, is an American musician best known as the bassist for new metal band Core. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. So so he listened to a demo. He liked it. Um. And then they added them to uh, a couple of tours. Now, whenever Fred Durst was pretending to be his own manager, Mm -hmm. do you think he put on? The gray wig and the mustache <laughs> and the red the red glasses. I mean, he looks more professional. It probably would would have been a good move. Yeah. Anyway. Oh boy. Um. I have one other thing, but I'll save it. Yeah. So th- this this delay is um becoming a worrying pattern. They canceled the ultimate raid, the second ultimate raid for Shadowbringers. Uh, and they they said that they quote unquote delayed it to Endwalker. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Shadowbringers was supposed to get two ultimates, and so since it's not getting the second one, that's a cancellation, basically, uh, even though it's delayed. But yeah, um, and the reason it was canceled was 
was because they said that if they worked on fin finishing it for Shadowbringers, it would then result in a delay for Endwalker. Well, look where we're at now. Mm -hmm. Endwalker was delayed regardless uh, and still didn't have the second ultimate. And they waited until the uh, announcement for the patch that the ultimate was supposed to be in. Uh, and they waited until the end of the presentation before saying... Uh, putting up the name of the ultimate so people thought that they were going to talk about it before they dropped the hammer and said uh oh by the way it's delayed until the next fucking expansion that we haven't actually talked about yet at that point in time so it sounds like most if not all of your frustration comes down to the communication right the communication has been really bad lately mm -hmm. um which is usually their strength um and so i'm also concerned because they're saying that this two-week delay is to, like, do some kind of fixes to the story to make the story perfect or something. And that doesn't make complete sense to me because I would think the story would be, like, the first thing that would be completed, mm -hmm. like, development-wise. Because everything sort of flows from the story. All the quests, all of the content... The way that you move throughout the expansion, all the zones, is through the story. All the cutscenes, everything. Like, so I don't understand. If there are problems with the story, then there are problems with the expansion itself. Mm -hmm. And they're they're insistent that two weeks is more than enough. They said that they could get it done in one week, but they didn't want to just have a one-week delay. They felt that it would be, like, rude or something. I, I don't know. Uh, so then they made it two weeks to like make doubly sure or some shit. Um, it's 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 strange. I, I had a feeling there would be a delay um, whenever they did the presentation in October. Um, our guild did a little like bingo thing where like we could make our predictions about what they would announce. God, so, you guys really are uh, dorks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I only did it because I wanted to prove that I would be right about class changes uh, and I was, um, <laughs> <laughs> good for you. No, no, because there are, there are some annoying people that I actually like, like actually hate, um, that are know-it-alls and they're fucking get on my nerves and have really mm -hmm. bad healer takes. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to prove them wrong. And I did. How dare they have bad healer takes? No, no, they're, they're obnoxious about it though. So, uh, I have to shut them down. Um, <laughs> but one of my guesses was is that there would be some kind of delay so i thought that they would announce it back then if there was going to be a delay and since there wasn't i felt pretty confident in the original release date mm -hmm. um then all of a sudden two weeks later blah blah blah, all this bullshit it's just it's just really frustrating and at first i was like like i said i went into this numb apathetic state but then the more i thought about it the angrier i actually got and the other thing that actually really bothers me about this is um, the Final Fantasy XIV community uh, fucking loves the developers to um, a very almost creepy degree mm -hmm. uh, to to the point where, like, you cannot really say any criticism of them publicly, like, at all. Um, and I saw so many posts that actually made me, like, ill where it's like, especially because especially he cried on the live stream, especially because he cried, <laughs> where it's like, it's okay. It's okay. You know, you didn't disappoint us. Uh, come on, guys. Like, they really need our support right now. It's like, why? Why do they need our support? What are you talking about? It's like the developers are not your little soft friends that, you know, you need to remind to drink water and get a good night's sleep. Yeah, you're paying them a monthly subscription fee. I've been paying these fuckers monthly for years at this point. They do not need any more of my support. Mm -hmm. I pre-ordered their expansion twice. 
pre-ordered two fucking copies of it. I'm paying a subscription monthly. I'm paying an additional $2 for a fucking retainer subscription. You bought they a house. Have, I bought a house. Well, that's not real money, at least. But, <laughs> but the fucking house is tethering me to the subscription because if I don't have the subscription and I don't log in for 48 days, I lose the house. Mm-hmm. So it's a fucking ball and chain. But they have enough of my support. Like, people were not allowed to be upset about the delay. It was really frustrating, um, even though it fucks over a lot of people's plans. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you when you schedule it um, for a holiday, like, around a holiday, I mean, especially, that's you're asking for trouble there. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to delay it. Like, originally, I was going to be really annoyed about the, the holiday release date, especially mm-hmm. if the raid was around Christmas. Um, but then I was, like, I was fine with it, whatever. Because then I was going to travel to Pittsburgh and I was going to play it with my sister. And that was what we were going to be able to do. We could get away from the actual fucking Thanksgiving shit and we could just, you know, fucking level in like at the same location. Because I haven't yeah. seen her in two fucking years. Um, and well, nope, now you're not going to do that. It's like, okay, fine. I can get over that. I'm a, I'm a big boy, you know. I'm going to see mm-hmm. her anyway. We're going to do f- things in fucking real life. But it's just the fact that they waited this long to do it really screws up a lot of stuff. I, I'm I'm basically fortunate. I did not like, you know, I don't have PTO. I did not take time off. Right. Uh, a lot of people did. My sister did. And since I'm coming to town, she's keeping that anyway. But now it screws up what she's going to do in December. It would be very funny if she decided, yeah, I'm just going to go back to work. <laughs> Even yeah. though you were still coming. Yeah, well, then, then I just fucking sit around her house while she works. Mm-hmm. Like, um... But, but yeah, but it's like now she can't take off time on December 3rd. Oh, right. Now it's smack in the middle of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. So if she wants to take off time for Christmas, she can't now also take off time around December 3rd. Oh, man. So now the release date's actually a pain in the ass. It screws over a lot of people's plans. Yeah, that sucks. There are people that are able to maybe change their time off. Some people aren't. It, it's it really it really fucked over a lot of people. Final Fantasy um, ruined Christmas. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's frustrating, but you know it's whatever. I, I the delay itself, I don't have a problem with. I just have a problem with the the messaging, the fact that they waited this long. Um, and it's 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 oddly making me nervous for the expansion in a way that I was not before because um, mm-hmm. their reasoning their reasoning is is suspicious to me. It's 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 off. It's iffy. It's 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 maybe it's just because it's so unlike them. They're like so reliable that it's uh, usually frightening. Um, but I don't know. It just doesn't add up. No. I, yeah. And, and, and part of me like in the back of my head, part of me is like, OK, are the wheels coming off? Like, is this I don't know. Um, but who knows? Maybe if it sucks, that'll give me the excuse to finally not worry about this fucking shit. Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah. No, I, I can't remember. Um, last time, did I mention some of the names that Durst was considering? Um, aside from the bit, you know, what became Limp Biscuit? Um, if you did, I don't remember. Okay, because there are some real winners here. Yeah. So on Wikipedia, it says other so other names that were considered by Durst included Gimp Disco. Okay. 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 Split. That's just dick. A, that's just a cover band. Yeah, I mean these all sound like um like they could be. Uh, another one is Split Dick Slit, which sounds very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, Bitch Piglet and uh and Blood Fart. <laughs> okay. So, 
I hate to say it, but uh, yeah, he picked the right one. Really? You don't think Bloodfart is is better? I don't know. And then he goes on to say that every record label that showed an interest in the band pressured its members to change its name. Yeah, I I, I imagine. <laughs> Go uh, figure. Those those all sounded like secret like Tony Hawk moves, <laughs> like from pro like from Pro Skater. I don't know if I want to see the split dick slit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like whenever. <laughs> the the board like goes vertical and like hits your nuts. Oh. Uh, well, the the Final Fantasy delay also has one upside. You can play SMT. I can play SMT five and not have to worry about fucking Final Fantasy fourteen. Um. So Final Fantasy, fuck shit. I already fucked it up. GRPGs is the same. SMT five came out today. Uh, I was playing it this morning. I almost played it at midnight, but I went to sleep. Um, but then I woke up early and I was playing it this morning. Um, and the reviews came out last week. The reviews came out early. Um, and I was, I was keeping myself away. I did not want to see the reviews because I was going to play it anyway. Um, but, but some of the, some of the discourse, I saw some of the discourse anyway. Um, and I'm sure you aren't aware of any of this, right? Not at all. Okay. So you have to understand, um, there is an annoying dichotomy between, um, Persona fans and SMT fans. And you might be saying, well, that doesn't make sense. Aren't they the same series? Um, and the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. For the most part, yes. Persona is a spin-off of the Megami Tensei series. Um, and so Shin Megami Tensei fans don't like it whenever Persona is equated to SMT, like whatsoever. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei fans uh are known to be really cringy edgelords, uh, similar to a lot of Dark Souls fans that like get off on the game being difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were some reviews that came out and a lot of them mentioned Persona 5. And so this sends SMT fans into a spiral of, oh, can they only compare it to Persona 5? Is that the only game they play? Blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's really cringy, except for the instance of the IGN review. Now, the IGN review, I didn't read the full review because I was keeping myself away from all the reviews, but I I, I was inundated with this shit. Um, they gave it a positive review. They gave it an 8. Uh, numerical scores are bullshit, but they gave it an 8. It's a positive review. But they ended the review, and this was the um, sort of their takeaway, was that it's a good game, but it was missing the heart of Persona 5. Um, and so this sent SMT fans into a spiral. And this this part I can understand uh, because it shouldn't have the heart of Persona 5. They're, they are different games. They are different series. You shouldn't be looking for the heart of Persona 5 in SMT. There is a reason you didn't find it. It's because it wasn't supposed to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Persona 5 is my favorite fucking game. So I, I know what I'm talking about. Can I play devil's advocate as someone who's not at all in, in, involved in the discourse or anything? Sure you can. Sure you can. From from the IGN reviewer's perspective, um, now I'm, I'm just going to guess that most people that are interested in SMT and are looking forward to it are not making their final decision based on an IGN review. Um, no. And the IGN review is catered more towards like, you know, mainstream reader, right? And Persona 5 is a very, very popular series. Persona and Persona 5 in particular, very popular game, very popular series. So it would be a very easy comparison to make, right? And I guess maybe the reviewer would assume that, okay, if you know the difference between the two series you know that they are different when it comes to like narrative and what you expect from them but maybe the casual reader wouldn't and they see something that looks quite a bit like persona and they might be expecting the story to have a similar thing going for it um and so they feel the need to make that distinction i think you can do that without making it a criticism 
Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that, that yeah, that's true. That is true. I didn't know that it read like a criticism. Yeah, it it does not take away from SMT mm-hmm. that it is not Persona. Is this like, was this in that, like, you know how at the end of a review it has like positives and negatives? Or I don't even know if IGN still does that. Um, but was this like listed under? Yes. Ah, okay. So that is that is a bit of a mistake there. Yeah. Um. And so I've only played a few hours of the game. They are trying to make this one more approachable. There mm-hmm. is an easy difficulty uh, if you just want to experience the world, the story, you know, get get a handle of the, the combat, the systems, uh, you know, just explore. Um, and usually that's not something they do. Uh, so this this is they, they understand that there's going to be a bigger audience for this game than previous games. Like is that is this, that sort of like taking the almost like the Fire Emblem route, like what Fire Emblem did with its most recent game? Um, I suppose I. I uh, I, I can't really say because I didn't play any other Fire Emblem games. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's something similar like where there is a hard difficulty and you can't change off of that hard difficulty once you select it annoyingly. Right. Um, and But the other difficulties, you can change at any time uh, mm-hmm. in this. Um, this is also something they did for Nocturne where they added, a, a, they called it like Merciful or something. Um, just, a, just an easier difficulty for you to experience the story. And so like they know this game is on Switch, right? So like this is um they they know the install base is huge and there there are a lot of people coming for from persona suddenly um that are going to be interested in this and plus all the vocal smt fans that have been talking about the series and that have been waiting so long for the next mainline game it's the first mainline game since 2012 um but there is a way to make the comparisons you can compare the the battle systems um you can compare the the storytelling uh the art all style. without the, the art style all without making it a criticism yes um and of course all reviews are subjective and personal um but it is not a knock on smt that it is not per, a persona game and it does not tell a persona story it was never advertised as such it was never going to be that mm-hmm. um in fact uh, Shin Megami Tensei 4 Apocalypse uh, attempted to do something somewhat similar to Persona where you had like some similar characters to Persona um, and a lot of SMT fans myself included uh, I, I didn't like it as much because um, it felt like they were trying to do something too similar to Persona and it didn't it didn't fit the vibe of the world it, it didn't fit the story nearly as much um, as like this suddenly like you, you were with this group of friends even though you're a half demon like you know in a, in a blasted hellhole like it didn't it didn't um, it didn't fit nearly as much right um, where persona is about you know the literal bonds between people like that is like a staple of the series um, it, it, it it didn't it didn't fit um, so like that is where a comparison and uh, a potential criticism can be made where it's there are distinct parallels between the two narratively um and i'm only a few hours into the game unless they really do something where they try to go back to the well and be similar to persona like they did in apocalypse again and then it's lacking heart or whatever the hell that's supposed to mean then maybe the uh comparison is valid but on its face um you should not be looking for the same narrative stylings as in persona and it isn't it's not a fair thing to do mm-hmm. to the game at all um yeah uh, i don't know but but there there are 
I hate SMT fans for a lot of a lot of things. They they are like a lot of cringy edge lords, um, and because they they always say shit like, oh, you know, like you know, you got to play a real game like uh, Nocturne or Strange Journey. Like that's like sort of the meme. Um, meanwhile, Strange Journey is easy as fuck. Strange <laughs> Journey is easy as fuck because it's not press turn. The battle system is dog shit easy. The only hard thing about that game is that the the dungeon navigation is annoying. It's not hard. It's annoying. Yeah, I can't I can't understand that whole mentality because it's like, why wouldn't you want as many people as possible to be able to enjoy this thing that you like? Um, you can have like an easier difficulty and have it be like entirely separate from the experience that you want from the game, right? As long as it doesn't take away from that experience, I don't see how that's a problem in any way. It's just making the game more accessible. Yeah, no, they're 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 Reddit elitist edgelord chuds. And it's so annoying because I fucking love these games, mm-hmm. but I hate the fans so much. Mm-hmm. And I hate Persona fans for entirely different reasons, <laughs> but I fucking love the games. I fucking love the games so much. Yeah. Like this is going back to like uh, the fucking guild chat. People started talking about Persona and then I, I had that channel hidden on Discord. And then my sister tagged me. It's like, hey, you know, people are talking about Persona. You should get in on this. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. That's unfortunate. Because it was automatically people talking about waifus immediately. It's like, that's not what interests me about the games. Yeah. There are characters I like and dislike, of course. But that's not why I'm going to the games. Mm -hmm. And I sent her a message. I was like, okay, now can we talk about, you know, uh, the underlying Gnostic belief systems and how that intersects with Jungian psychology. Yeah, I was going to say, have you heard of Carl Jung? <laughs> yeah, like, like, can, can we get into that? Or or is that, or no, no, just me? Oh, okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let me introduce you to a concept. <laughs> <sighs> can we talk about the shadow and what that means in terms of the fucking Sephiroth? Can we, can we, <laughs> can we talk about mementos and the fucking layers of uh jewish mysticism can we did you ever no? publish your multi-part or was it even it multi-part getting, it keeps getting bigger i was still having you, haven't, that, huh? you don't know how many notes i have <laughs> that's why i have to that's why i have to stop because that fucking chaos magic thing was gonna send me on another fuck that would add a, like a part four because mm-hmm. i'd find some other shit i should just put part one up yeah i think so done. so the other thing was that um I guess I can't say it publicly, but I was I was gonna I was gonna fight Jeff Bezos, and I'd like to do a lot worse things to him. But um, cue the uh, Bo Burnham song. Yeah, basically. Um, so I pre-ordered the uh, the collector's edition of SMT Five. Uh, the day of or the, the the next day that it came became available. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. It was a pain in the ass to find. Like the 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 release of the special edition was wonky and it wasn't available at the retailers that they said it was available but i found it on amazon and i was like okay fine i got it from amazon so i thought i was all set right all set mm-hmm. um and so then last week i was like let me uh see when it's shipping maybe it'll ship early uh, that, that'd be nice you know if i have it um i couldn't find it in my orders i was like okay well maybe they moved where they store pre-orders or something it's like no i can't find it so then I'm I'm looking at my bank statements and I I can't find the charge anywhere. Like, Don't okay. you get a confirmation email too? I looked for that I couldn't find it. Whoa. Yeah, but then I was like, okay, well, since it was a pre-order, you know, maybe they maybe. wouldn't do that until it was shipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So so yeah. So I'm looking through my bank 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 statements. Um. Then I look through my PayPal. There was no PayPal charge. Um. So I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Uh. I I I, I could have sworn I ordered it on Amazon. Like I was so excited. I was like. I'm pretty sure I mentioned it on the podcast too that I was like able to get it even though it was a pain in the ass. Um, and so I'm like, I'm going through like all the different retailers. I'm like, did I get it at GameStop? Like, did it Best Buy? Like, where the fuck did I get it? 
and I can't find it anywhere. Um, then I I find like deep in Amazon's UI, I find uh, gift card balance, and so then I see I see orders and like what the charge was, and I see a total that like looks looks similar to what the price should be. It's like a little mm-hmm. over a hundred bucks. Uh, so then I click on the order, and it just takes me back to the the total like my orders page, just like the whole list. Right. And I can't. It's it's not there. It's not listed anywhere. But it doesn't give me any details about what the order is. So like I'm pretty sure that because it ha- it's the it's the right date. It was June 21st. That was that was the day it was available. So what else would I have bought on that date for around that price other than other than the game? It's got to be it. Yeah, so I contact support, uh, and they told me that my account was suppressed, whatever the fuck that means, due to unauthorized activity. So I'm like, okay, well, I did have an issue over the summer where I got a new credit card, and I attempted to use it on Amazon when I thought it was activated, but it wasn't activated yet. I had to hit a button in an app, and then it was activated. And so my account was locked down until I had to get Amazon to change my password, and then it was fine. And I've ordered shit since, and it's been no problem. So I'm like, okay, well, why is, I solved that? Why is my account suppressed? What does that mean? And they couldn't, they couldn't tell me. They, they had no idea. I'm like, well, can you tell me what this order was? And they're like, uh, no, I can't see it. It's suppressed. I'm like, well, what does that mean? And they just, they just had no information for me. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm going full Karen. I'm like, just give me, give me your supervisor. Oh no. And then this fucker is like, well, he's just going to say the same thing that I am. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Just give him to me. And then he's, he is telling me the same thing. And I'm like, I'm getting really upset now because I'm like, can you tell me what this means? And I'm like, because it seems like you don't know what this means. And he just keeps repeating the same thing. Yeah, because that's what they're supposed to do. I know. And I'm like, and I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't give a, sh- a shit that like this is what your flowchart says. I'm like, if you admit if you admit that you don't know what this means, I will leave you alone. That's literally what I said to this guy. Oh, God, and you are a customer service nightmare. And I know that this is some underpaid dude in India. I know totally. that. Totally. But I didn't give a shit. This is SMT. Oh, my God. This is SMT. This is the only thing I've been looking forward to all year. Yeah. And so that went nowhere. I, I closed that chat. I get on again. This person's being more helpful. They say, can we call you? I'm like, yeah, sure. All right. So then I, I get a call from somebody else. This guy's being very, very polite. Um, he's basically like, yeah, your account was suppressed. And I'm like, okay, I, I solved it. I was like, I have this order number. It, I, I could see it in my gift card balance. Can you like, can you tell me if this is even right? And he's like, uh, Shin Megami Tense. I'm like, yes, that's it. Yes. And he's like, it was canceled. I'm like, okay, why was it canceled? Why didn't I get any notification about it being canceled? And he's like, I'm just reading what I have here. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And so then he puts me on hold. And then he's like, all right, we can either reinstate the order or you can get a refund. I'm like, please reinstate it. Like immediately, I didn't even let him finish. I'm like, please reinstate it. <laughs> and he's like, okay, he puts me on hold. And then he says that it'll be reinstated within three to five business days. And so this is on Monday mm-hmm. or, or Saturday, actually. This is on Saturday. Now, spoiler alert, you said you were playing the game this morning, so. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. This is not, gonna, I'm going to cut this out. This is not interesting to anybody. <laughs> um, this really, this really isn't, but so. I mean, I'm enjoying the Karen mode here. <laughs> Oh, oh God in heaven. Um, so he's like, it'll be reinstated within three to five business days. So he's like, so, so Wednesday, Wednesday, you should, you should, so that's what I asked him. I was like, so can I get a confirmation email? Can I get something? He's like, so Wednesday, you should, you should see something if not by Friday. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, it's, it's supposed to release Friday, but like, as long as it's coming, you know, I don't care. Like basically as long as I get it before I leave on Wednesday. So I have it for the trip, you know, right, whatever. Yeah. Like as long as I get it, I don't care. Um, so I'm like thanking, I'm like thanking him up and down. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I really thought, you know, this was gone. Uh, you know, cause you know, it, it's a collector's item, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I can't reorder it, you know, 
Uh, and he's like, oh, yeah, don't worry, don't worry. You're, you know, you're going to get the details or whatever. Um, so Wednesday comes. I haven't gotten shit. So I'm like, okay, he said by Friday. He said by Friday, you know. Uh, so Thursday comes. I haven't gotten shit. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to contact these fucks. I'm going to contact them again. Mm-hmm. Um, I get on with the fucking chat. They've got no idea what I'm talking about. They're just saying, yeah, your account's been suppressed. Uh, have you, have you been able to change your password or have you been able to log in and out of your account? And I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I'm past that. No, my account's fine. Uh, it's not a problem. Um, and they're like, okay. I'm like, can you see this order? Can you do anything with this order? I'm giving them the order number. And they're like, oh yeah, is it, uh, these Sony headphones? (laughs) I'm like, no, what are you talking about? No, I have the headphones. They're, they're delivered. I'm wearing them right now. I'm wearing them right now. Why would I be, why would I be contacting you about an an order that's delivered? Mm -hmm. And they're like, okay, is it these batteries? (laughs) Like, no, it's not these batteries. That's ordered too. That was delivered too. So I had other orders in my account that were hidden. It's so weird because you're giving them the direct order number. So I don't don't get it. So, so this, the headphones were around the same price. Mm, mm -hmm. So that might've been the order number because I didn't have the details. I didn't have the details of the account. I can't see it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm telling you the, the, the item that it is. It's Shin Megami Tensei 5 Fall of Man Premium Edition. That's what it, that's what it should be. The guy on the phone said I should different get from details Persona. About. It's it's different it's from di- Persona. It's different from Persona. It's not, <laughs> they have a similar battle system, but the story is very different. <laughs> I'm like the guy on the phone said it'll be reinstated, but I haven't received anything. Uh, and and they're like, uh, I can't see it. Do you have an order number? And I'm like, well, if that wasn't the order number, then no, I don't have the order number. I don't. And then he's like, well, I can't do anything. And so then I'm like, all right, Karen, Karen's here. Uh, actually, you know what would be fun. I took a screenshot. Do, do you want to uh, do a little play with me? Oh, okay. Um, I will play myself, and you <laughs> can play the part of uh, Rasheel. Okay. Did, did you get that? I did. So, oh, I, I just have two lines. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little bit of a monologue, but... Uh. Okay, so uh, you can place the new order. No, I can't. It was a collector's edition pre-order. I received nothing about it being canceled. The order never showed up in my canceled orders until today, which means I don't, I didn't know for months and months and months that it was actually canceled. So I could not order it from a better retailer than Amazon until the day before its release. Okay. (laughs) As soon as he said, okay, I fucking lost it. I lost my shit. He's going to hit me with the okay. He's going to hit me with the okay. Well, what came after that? There had to have been a follow-up. I said, I said, get me your supervisor. I went. No, Karen no, no. Again. There wasn't a follow-up from from this person. I said, get, no. I said it again. I said, this is a different. This is a different day. This is a different dude. I said, get me your supervisor. Oh, okay. No, I thought maybe this this uh, this rep said okay, just as like while they were looking into something or typing typing up their next. No, that's what he responded to me with after Man. I spilled out that whole thing, that whole monologue. Months and months and months. Months and months. I could not order it from an, a retailer better than Amazon. Oh, man. And so the supervisor is like, uh, yeah, we can't reinstate a canceled order. So I'm like, so why did that dude tell me on the phone? Why would he Why would he tell me all that? Because he didn't want to deal with you. <laughs> I was being very nice to that guy on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Because he was polite to me. If you're polite mm-hmm. to me, I'll be polite to you. Sure. But if you if you give me the fucking runaround and hit me with the okay. No, totally. And so I'm like, so why would he make all that up about the three days? Why why would he say all that shit? Mm-hmm. Just tell me it's canceled. If it's canceled, it's canceled. So like, why make up all that shit? And so then this so then this supervisor's like, well, we can we can uh I could send it to our security team. I'm like, all right, just do that. Fuck it, whatever. So that was the other thing. So the, so the other the other fucking supervisor I got, I was going off on him. I was like, 
Yeah, make sure to send me a survey. Give me the fucking survey. <laughs> I'm going to fill um, that shit out. Give me the survey. He was like, sure. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you fucking will, you bitch. I was... This is all, this is all via text chat, right? This is, this is, this is all in the chat. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm hundred percent. You are not doing this over the phone. Like you are, <laughs> you if are the, all, if, you are all like talk right now, but you're not actually like, you're not actually going to say that that stuff over the phone. If they hit me with the okay and the sure and that sarcastic little shit over the nah, phone. Nah, nah, you're backing down. I don't believe it. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> not with SMT. Not with this shit. Not after they fucking screwed me over. They didn't tell me my order was canceled. I didn't know my account was suppressed. Orders missing from my account. This shit was probably canceled back in June. I could have ordered it from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. So how are you playing this game? Uh, it's 2021. Um, it's released digitally. No, I know. I know. I just. <laughs> so. So here's what my fucking dumbass has to do. Uh, because I can't not have the premium edition. Of course. So as I'm as I'm like admitting defeat to myself, talking with the very last guy, I'm looking at prices on eBay. Uh, and it actually wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. So the scalpers have like a $50 markup. Mm -hmm. So I fucking bought it. Um, and since they have to ship it like as soon as they get it, which is like as early as today, their, <laughs> their shipping estimate was December 28th. Uh, so you just went ahead and got the... Uh... The digital version, then. So I got the digital version. Yeah. And of That's, course, I got, the, I, got, I got the digital deluxe. The what? The digital deluxe edition. Why? Because it comes with the, the fucking bullshit day one DLC, because I'm a, a fucking chump, is, is why. No, no, no. I mean, I shouldn't. I have no room to say anything, because I've, I've spent a little money on NHL 22, um, so I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because they they released fucking Demi Fiend from Nocturne as an optional boss fight, and also the like. There's a quest line with the fiends, so I was gonna get it anyway. It was just I thought I would have my physical edition. Mm -hmm. So I gave Atlas lots of money, and I gave a scalper fifty bucks. And if by some miracle I somehow get the Amazon thing, which I doubt because they still haven't contacted me, and it's now end of day Friday. But if I somehow miraculously get the Amazon one I ordered, I can either resell one of them or give it to my brother or something. So yeah, what console is this out on? This by is the Switch, way, that Switch exclusive. A Switch exclusive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All the SMT games uh, since Nocturne have been um, Nintendo exclusive. And then haven't the Persona games been mostly PlayStation? Yes. Well, that makes sense because they're not the same thing. They're two mm -hmm. different, See? two different things. Yep. Yeah. See? Mm -hmm. That's why the fucking Switch beggars for Persona Five are obnoxious and annoying, and I wish they would go away. I got, I got problems. <laughs> I got problems. Oh, no, no judgment here. <sighs> We're at two hours, mm -hmm. and I still didn't do the NFT shit. Yeah. Oh, does anybody even care at this point? About what? Runtimes? Runtimes, NFTs, <laughs> this show. Did you hear that? Um, do you want to hear the worst thing imaginable when it comes to NFTs? Hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is oh. releasing... <laughs> yeah, already it's bad. Um, he's releasing uh, previously unreleased footage from Pulp Fiction, uh, but only as NFTs. Okay. So go out and get your hands on that if, you, uh, if you're if you a film bro. I did see David Lynch was doing something. No, but that's okay if he does it because he's David Lynch. With, Inter <laughs> with Interpol, the band... Oh, really? Yeah, some kind of NFT. But um, I guarantee you, David Lynch has no fucking clue <laughs> no. what an NFT is. No way. But I would, I would actually pay. I wouldn't pay for the NFT. I would pay money to 
have David Lynch explain what an NFT is. That would be terrific. And then you could turn that into an NFT. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's no idea he has any idea like clue what that is somebody was like oh yeah would you like to collaborate with interpol and he's like sure (laughs) (laughs) you know (sighs) but yeah we don't have to get into it okay it's it's really it's really stupid there is just a good account on twitter though it's uh crypto bros taking l's (laughs) yeah it's a very good account um and there's just a story so, so you know about the um the apes, right? The stupid apes. Um, the one where um they take over the planet. No, 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 no. See that that would be even though I hate monkeys, that would actually be pre- preferable to this. So there, there's an, an a series of NFTs called Bored Apes. I like how I'm doing it anyway. Even though yeah, I wouldn't just like transitioning right into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't help myself. So there's these fucking things called Bored Apes, and they're just. It's the same fucking monkey, but they just put like a cigar in its mouth or a fucking Wait, hat. does this have anything to do with the Harambe statue outside of the Facebook headquarters? No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, I, sorry, I like, not, sorry, not Facebook, Meta. I just, I just like, I feel like I just had a, like a tiny little seizure. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, Facebook still thinks it's like t- 2012. No, I think somebody else put it there to protest against, like, I don't know, capitalism or big companies yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's Occupy Wall Street all over again. Hell yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway, there's these stupid fucking apes, and it's really, really, really dumb. And so they're they're tr- trying to convince people that they're worth anything whatsoever. Um, and it's just really bad art because it's all the same fucking monkey. It's like, oh, this one's got bubble gum, and this one's got a snapback, mm-hmm. and this one's got sunglasses. But so that, that's like, so each one is like unique. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's the same fucking picture and it looks mm-hmm. like shit. Um, so anyway, this one guy uh, had his apes stolen. So he tweeted, major news. All three of these bored apes were hacked tonight over Discord. Guys posing as buyers in Discord were helping me troubleshoot a problem we thought was happening. They walked me through language settings in my MetaMask. And um, if you don't know, MetaMask is a crypto wallet. It's basically, it's... A wallet is that, that owned is, by Facebook? No, actually. <laughs> um, it it It's a wallet that is uh, really convenient because it is just a fucking um, uh, browser extension. Um, so it's pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they walked me through language settings in my MetaMask and had me choose an option and took everything. Um, and so then people are just uh, right-click saving and then tweeting it back at him saying, oh, I stole it back for you. Um and then he said that he contacted the FBI field office and gave them everything. And so then crypto bros are mad at him because he contacted the FBI because it's like, no, this is supposed to be decentralized. Why are you getting the government involved? <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's nice in theory until something actually like impacts you. And then it's you're, like, yeah, you're... it's like, oh, wait, you, you, you need some kind of some kind of enforcement to mediate your issues. Oh, weird. Right. Yeah. OK. And then the other fucking thing is uh, so he wrote a note to the hackers to try to uh, negotiate with them. He said, get your damn paws off my, or get your paws off my damn dirty apes, right? Isn't that the line? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the line, yeah. Okay. He said, I want to buy my Bored Ape Yacht Club back. Okay, so that's what it's called. B-A-Y-C, it's Bored Apes Yacht Club. Because these fucking I like how apes, there's an acronym for it. Yeah. So the fucking apes get you into this fucking stupid digital club of dorks. Um, it's supposed to act as like your ticket in. It's sp- they they're, they're they're considering this this cool hip happening social club. Now j- these are all NFTs, right? These are NFTs. They're fucking okay. JPEGs. Gotcha. They're JPEGs. They're pictures of these ugly. They're drawings of these ugly fucking monkeys. 
Okay. Yeah. So he wrote this on fucking lined school paper. I want to buy back my Board Ape Yacht Club back. They are forever marked compromised now. They are blacklisted now. Please, let's work out a deal. It's better than nothing. Write me on Discord, Instagram, or Twitter. Calvin Barrera. I will gladly buy back. So he minted that as an NFT. The photo of his hand of him writing this on fucking lined paper, notebook paper. He spent money to have that minted as an NFT. Why though? What was the purpose? So that they would see it more easily? Like what's... I suppose. Okay. I, I just don't... I... So he sent the hacker this NFT note to try to negotiate. And so they just instead took the NFT note and listed it for sale. That's very funny. <laughs> they just put it up on the marketplace. That's hilarious. For a uh, hundred Ethereum, which at the time was... Uh, $433,000. I mean, I don't condone hacking or anything like that or theft, but that's very funny. It's funny as fuck. And then people are just saying, <laughs> officer, they stole my apes. <laughs> and then he replied, bro, have respect for the community. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why should we respect any of this? Oh, um, man. It's people are making uh, wanted posters, missing apes. <laughs> of course. And so it's apparently also uh, like blacklisted because like he reported it to the, the I don't know, the head apes or some shit that it was stolen. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's quote unquote worthless. Um, so that means like you can't use it as your ticket in or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so the whole point, like they kind of gave away the game because... If they can just decide that one of them is worthless. It's not decentralized. Like, right. And like, so on a whim. It's they've like, just, yeah, they've just taken over <laughs> as the new like controllers of it. Yeah. Uh, and so then somebody did the snowman, Mr. Police. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I gave you all the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very fucking good. It's very oh, good. Man. I didn't know you. I didn't even know you could steal an NFT. Basically, they just got access to his wallet. It yeah. sounds like. Yeah, it makes sense. And so they could just send it to themselves. Mm -hmm. They get the two-factor. Fa two yeah. I'm sure that's that's how that works. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of the transactions you do just need to use two-factor. So mm -hmm. I don't, Like a lot of these people just download MetaMask and they don't know what they're doing. And that's why it's really easy to scam a lot of them. Right, right. Um, And then just a lot of this shit is just out, outright scams. So a lot of the NFT shit is just like you heard about the one that was sold quote unquote sold for 500 million dollars um no i just know there was like a there was like a, a, a no this wasn't actually an NFT. never mind there's a different thing Go so on. Th there was an nft that was quote unquote sold for five hundred thousand dollars um and it was quickly found out that a guy just bought it from himself um and so it's basically this is basically what's happening over all over the place most of the transactions are people buying and selling to themselves or buying and selling to wallets that they control to show that like something to... has value? Yes. Wow. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, see, look, it's sold for this much. Mm -hmm. Well, now now I can sell it again for slightly more. Or like if if this ape sold for this much, I can sell this <laughs> other ape for something similar. Oh, man. Because they're, they're all fucking worthless. They're all worth nothing. Right. They're fucking JPEGs. They're images. And that's like, it's not even good art. No. They look like shit. They're all made in Illustrator or Photoshop with a hundred fucking layers. And they're just made so you could click on, uh, like, print, like, not print, but, like, make a thousand at a time and just add a hat, add a cigar, add whatever, change the color. Oh, this one's got a, a booger on it. Like... And they look like shit because no actual real artists are involved. 
Because mm-hmm. real artists know that this is a bullshit scam and they're too busy getting act, like scammed by other people just trying to sell their own real art. Mm-hmm. Remember that brief like two days where everybody thought um, how good an idea NFTs would be and they would like revitalize like the independent art scene and everything? Yeah, well, that was just crypto bros and tech bros trying to convince people. And mm-hmm. so now the new th- the now the new thing is, is that uh, gaming companies are getting involved saying that, oh, this is going to be so great for gaming. Um they haven't said why. <laughs> like literally, they've just they're just like, oh yeah, this is gonna be great. So Discord uh, was said that they were gonna get involved. They they post the CEO posted a picture of um uh like a MetaMask integration with Discord. Um and everybody was like, uh fuck no, don't do this. Mm-hmm. There are already enough crypto scams on Discord. Yeah, seriously. And there are already enough security problems on Discord with like just other phishing attacks and things like that. So don't put a crypto wallet connected to Discord to begin with. And also, uh, we don't want you to do anything with NFTs or crypto to begin with. Right. Um, and so they were like, uh, we were just we were just uh, uh, trying something in the back end. Um, we're, we're not we're not doing it now uh, after people after people were canceling their uh, premium subscriptions on mass. That all happened just like just over the weekend. Wow. Um, and, and Square Enix is now like saying they're going to get involved with NFTs, uh, Ubisoft, EA, uh, but they haven't said why it's it's good other than the fact that like a boardroom is seeing dollar signs. Can't wait to buy my Matt Duchesne NFT. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense because the crypto people say it's like, no, it'll decentralize it. And you could take you could take something from one game to another. And it's like, well, no, why would developers ever let you do that? Yeah. Why would they even... ever let you do that? Does it even work that way? They claim it would, but huh. that's not how games work. No. Uh, and like, look at all these companies that create their own fucking walled gardens. Mm-hmm. Like on PC, how many fucking launchers you have to download? I mean, isn't Apple in like a huge lawsuit over that? Yeah. So like, why all of a sudden would they want you to be able to take your digital items that you paid real money for and take it to another game? They don't want We're- you to leave. Yeah, that's they the want, whole the whole point. Yeah, yeah, they want you, you to, they want you to stay and spend all your shit here. Yep. And also, it would be a balancing nightmare in every literally every single fucking game. There was there was this awful uh like a medium article or Twitter thread I forget which about this dude that was like uh yeah uh wouldn't it be great if um you're playing Mario Kart and you were the only one that could play as Mario because you bought him? No. No. <laughs> no. No, that would be the worst version ever made because mm-hmm. some rich asshole bought the one version of Mario for $3 million. It's a terrible idea. Cool. That's a game designed for one guy. (laughs) Great. Nobody would buy that game. Now, what if it was Mario with like a pet ape? No, see, that would be the more likely implementation is that there would be- Yeah, it would. It would be like small variations of, of the same thing. Yeah. But it's like games are already so fucking full of microtransactions. Yeah, this already exists. Like, it, yeah, why would you ever need the blockchain for this? Right, exactly. Why would you need to? Why would you need to uh, use the amount of energy that a whole house consumes in a day in order to mint that Mario? It's it's ridiculous. Whenever you can just make it and pay for it, mm-hmm. it this already exists. Mm-hmm. You do, you do not need crypto for this. It's so unfathomably dumb. And also, who, who does it benefit? But the like people who have the means to buy stuff at ridiculous prices. So yeah, that have the ability to buy and sell the. This is just like some like of these elitist, things that they're propping up. This is like some elitist thing. Like this whole concept. It's just it is it is capitalism on the the 
highest grade snorting cocaine for three months straight you've ever seen. Yeah, totally. It is so far off the rails. Mm -hmm. There are no train tracks. It's insane. Uh, We should end this show. Yeah, I I, um, I was going to say our recording time has actually officially gone longer than the runtime for Taylor Swift's new album, which is uh, two hours and 10 minutes. I think we've gone longer than uh, the new Spider-Man movie that's coming out. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, longer than Dune I saw. Ooh. <laughs> Aren't you excited to sit down at a theater for that? Whew. <laughs> well i have an excuse because i still haven't seen the last spider-man movie whatever that one was called. oh i bet your ass it doesn't matter <laughs> i bet you it doesn't matter uh, all right let's wrap yeah. this sucker have up a, have a good thanksgiving everybody if that's something that you celebrate yeah have a have a good time playing smt5 because everybody should be playing it right now uh treat yourself don't buy from scalpers unless you really have to like some dipshit <laughs> um yeah uh the schedule's going to be perhaps wonky um I'm not sure so we might not have an episode the week of Thanksgiving but we might considering how uh, maybe I'll chop this up I have no idea I, honestly we didn't think it would go this long we did not we were anticipating it being a short one actually and then the opposite happened um so maybe maybe you're listening to this the week of Thanksgiving I don't actually know um so maybe this is all superfluous but I guess we'll see. Um, but thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. Uh, as always, you can follow me on Twitter at Dead End Road. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Dead End Road TV. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Dead End Road TV. Do a YouTube search for uh, Dead End Road TV and send us anything at all. Uh, like whether, um, yeah, if, if, if uh, pretend Catfishing to be Lavar Burton. as, as LeVar Burton is a form of, of blacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which so now, now that I've had time to think about it, it, it might, it might very well be. Um, See that that's what I was. Th- yeah. So mm. we're going to scrap was, that. We're going to scrap that idea. I think this was an always sunny plot. Yes. Yes. And so <laughs> when we start treading into that territory, actually acting out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always yeah. sunny. Then, well, then we have a like, problem. Like I, even to do this, I knew you like wouldn't be like buying like grease paint. You know, I I I know that wouldn't. Oh cross no, this was a complete. But, just this is just a lazy joke. I was never gonna catfish as anybody. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But um, yeah. So t- <laughs> tell us your thoughts <laughs> on Lavar Burton catfish. That's okay. That's the title of the episode. Uh, video at dinnergrove.co and uh, check out the book and plush bundles over at publishing.dinnergrove.co. Uh, thank you for listening. We will see you soon.